0: Your demands were heard and we're back with more discussion on the future of Star Wars and this episode of Cheerful Ghost Radio. Cheerful Ghost Radio is a podcast from the Cheerful Ghost community about interesting stuff in gaming and other various bits of nerdery. Hey, everybody. Um, So after the mad success of our last two-hour episode, we decided that we're going to keep talking (laughs) about Star Wars and the future of Star Wars and where we'd like it to go and uh, all the thoughts around that. So we're going to start things off. So, um... Disney, uh, a couple weeks before The Force Awakens, sorry, The Last Jedi came out, uh, basically announced that they were so happy with what Ryan Johnson did with The Last Jedi, that they're going to give him an entirely new trilogy. Um, And so I want to talk a little bit about that. What do we think is going to maybe happen with that? Are we interested in this new trilogy? Kick it off to script. What do you
1: think? Uh, I'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not necessarily excited for it. I think mostly because of my opinion of of last Jedi. I right. I liked Looper, I liked Brick. I didn't like last Jedi. So I'm my confidence in Ryan Johnson making a, a, an entire trilogy all on his own. Maybe because it'll be a fresh story, maybe hopefully it'll be a fresh story with all new characters, maybe then he'll have more control of of characters and arcs and not have to step in the you know stupid mystery boxes that that jj abrams made um it could be cool i mean it's i don't know between are we just talking about his movies or are we talking about the han solo one or just his trilogy
0: we're gonna keep we're, we'll talk about the han solo one okay. a little bit later yeah. but yeah we're just talking so, about the trilogy so i'm
1: so i'm 50 50 but more leaning towards sure i'll watch it <laughs> with an open mind yeah, yeah. awesome uh travis
2: Yeah, based on The Last Jedi, I look forward to having more discussions like our last one. (laughs) Three more. (laughs) Uh, uh, I hope that he, you know, I I don't want to say I hope he does something for more mass appeal, because I think the Marvel movies kind of already cover that. I hope that he does interesting stuff. I hope that he keeps it fresh like he did with this one. I hope it lands better for more people. But I don't think anything, I don't think they have to be universally praised to be good so i got an open mind i'm looking forward to seeing what he does
3: tim yeah so um as people may have picked up on our our last podcast here uh a lot of the complaints i have about the last jedi are what ryan johnson did with established characters um so you know having said that i I'm interested to see what he'll do with a brand new trilogy using his own characters that he's established and has plans for you know that he's probably charted out the whole arc for um rather than coming into the middle of, of a, a trilogy and picking up where somebody else left off. so um I'm cautiously optimistic for the the new trilogy that he'll be working on to see you know where he takes that. I, I think it could be really good.
0: Yeah. I mean, you guys can pretty much plug and play what you think I might say here. Um, so you I'll try to it maybe to <laughs> so let's, garbage. So, so one of the garbage. reasons, exactly. So one of the reasons why I was a little, um, why I've been, why some of the response to last Jedi has personally, bugged me a little bit it isn't it isn't because i have a problem with someone having a differing opinion than me i really don't actually in fact i i, I really welcome them um my my only thinking is that i want to see something fresh and different and i kind of thought that that was here now we can debate you know in the last year now we could debate if you know if people thought that or whatever but but i thought so and I really want to see more of that. I want to see more experimentation. I want to see more mixture. I want to see more, like, ripping down this and trying something different. Because George Lucas tried something really different that was also very similar to, like, uh, the typical hero's journey. And it became Star Wars. And it became something that, you know, has become very important to a lot of people, including myself. And so I really would love to see something different here. And so my 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 only criticism is that—that uh, that was why I was had a hard time with the criticism of the film—is because— Disney as a, you know, and and the Star Wars people, they want to make something that's appealing to everyone because that's the business that they're in. They're in the business of making huge, and I mean the biggest, the biggest blockbusters ever, right? They're not into making medium-sized movies or small indie movies. They're into making big effing Star Wars movies. And you can't, it's not sustainable to make a movie of that scale and have a lot of fans hate it. <laughs> so, and if a lot of fans hate something, um, they're going to change how they make it. And I really don't want to get the same old thing over and over again because that's a real safe thing. But that's kind of one way you could go with the way that people have been reacting to it. So I just really hope that's not the direction. I think I hope Disney stands with Ryan Johnson. I hope he can continue to to make something interesting. And frankly, like you said, Tim, if he's going to start things off and know where he wants to go and go a different go that direction, um, it'll be. A hopefully kind of a unified vision the whole way through and that will work really well. You know, um, one, th- uh, really amazing thread of the original trilogy was George Lucas as the writer. He directed the first movie. Even, uh, even, even Kirshner did the second one. And then the third one was done by, um, Richard Marquand, but the theme And the creative vision throughout was George. He was the writer. And I think that worked really well. You know, I think uh, even Kirshner was an amazing director and one of the best. And he did The Empire and it was amazing. But George Lucas says that. So I I hope Rian Johnson and that sort of centralized um, vision can really hold the movie together and make it really special. So, yeah, I think it should be really great. And if it's like The Last Jedi, it's going to be great. So um, there's going to be. Okay. So let's give it a little bit of a backstory about the Han Solo movie. Now, this is a lot of sort of Hollywood gossip, but what we do know is that originally the Han Solo movie hired, um, the same people that did, uh, they did, uh, what was it? 21 Jump Street. And then the sequel to 21 Jump Street. And then they also did the Lego movie. Um, the directors, I forget the name of them. It's totally drawing a blank now. It's, um, it's two directors. I forget their names now. And uh, they Disney and them had a falling out um, about the vision for the movie. Um, and they were uh, they were fired or they quit. However you want to look at it. It looks like they were fired. Um, and then what happened was Disney hired Ron Howard to um, finish the movie. Well, according to some um, Hollywood gossip, it looks like Ron Howard's reshot about 80 percent of it. And it looked like the budget is doubled um, and it's it's back on track. And Lawrence Kazdan wrote the script and um, for the movie. So it's been under some turmoil. But one really cool thing is Ron Howard's been showing some Instagram photos, which look incredible. Um, the pictures are great. I mean, it's 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 just I mean, the set design is incredible um, and, the, and the costumes look really great. Um, so I was curious just sort of that as a backdrop, um, what are people thinking about the new Han Solo movie and Ron Howard now directing and kind of the path of it? Because, um, there were a, ma- a lot of reshoots for rogue one and that turned out okay. So, um, what do we think about that? Uh, Travis,
2: it's kind of interesting. I mean, you hear about a lot of movies doing reshoots and like, Oh no, they have to fix all this stuff, but it worked really well for rogue one. Uh, I'm optimistic. But Gareth Edwards but, was still around, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? He
0: decided to work with Disney on that. Yeah,
2: it, it's a whole a whole new director doing reshooting a ton of the movie. I hope it goes really well. I think Ron Howard has a pretty good track record. So I, I was kind of questioning the choice of going with the Han Solo movie to begin with, because I thought his arc was pretty well told already. But with kind of what they're going for, for for I don't know if it's ever confirmed exactly what the plot is going to be like, but kind of what people have been speculating about with like kind of the swashbuckling like smuggler. It could be an interesting, fun diversion. It may be like um <clears throat> we're talking pre-show about Rogue One and how it was a a story that didn't really need to be told. It just added a little bit of depth and if nothing else, I'm hoping that that's what we get from the Han Solo movie.
1: Like, oh sorry. Oh no, go ahead. Actually script. You go ahead. I was going to say it's like the the young Indiana Jones Chronicles.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: if that's what this is, that'd be great. Yeah. That would be great.
2: That's a very good point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, what do you think script?
2: Uh,
1: Han Solo. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It's cool. I'm, I'm not like super excited to see it, but kind of like the new trilogy i'll watch it keep an open mind i think as far as like ron howard directing and reshooting most of it i think i mean i like i like ron howard um and i think um the more of it that he reshoots the better i mean if he's going to tell a cohesive story i'd rather yeah. him shoot he could go 90 100 percent reshoot that's fine i mean yep. what scares me is when they do like Twenty thirty 30 reshoot kind of like what uh and i didn't see justice league but from you know what i hear what happened with joss whedon stepping in um you know finishing up that movie it it uh it's better to see one director's stamp than two weird hybrid ideas come together so um yeah yeah, I'm, I'm kind sure with you fine, script
0: on this one. I'm actually with you. So this is the first Star Wars movie that I'll be seeing in a while without my wife there because she doesn't want to see this. Um, she's like, ah, I don't just everything she heard about. It, she's like, it's going to she's just not interested in seeing it because she doesn't want to have a bad experience watching a Star Wars movie. <laughs> and, and, and this is the first Star Wars movie that I never wanted, but I hope it becomes a movie that I love because I want to like it. But I just don't. <sighs> i'm not I, I like ron howard i'm really glad people are working I'm, I'm i I like star wars but i just don't care about seeing this really but i'm gonna be there on the night before i'm gonna be there opening night i just it's not what i would have done i would have done something else yeah i'm with you um tim what do you think
3: yeah i'm, I'm kind of with you and script on this one and that my my expectations are pretty low um I I think you hit the nail right on the head when you said this was the first Star Wars movie I didn't want. <laughs> you know. I mean maybe um, I'll love it. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I mean oh. I I don't know. I I don't think that was really a story that anybody was clamoring to have told that really needed to be told. This is the first Star Wars movie that feels like it may have just been a cash grab. Just grab one of the most popular characters and let's do the backstory. Okay, you I know?
0: love Kathleen Kennedy. I love J.J. Abrams. I love Rian Johnson. But these movies are all
3: cash grabs. <laughs> oh, absolutely, millions. no, absolutely. But this is the first one that felt like it's a cash grab. Right? If Disney you know? couldn't
0: grab cash, they wouldn't have bought Lucasfilm. Yeah. No, they
3: they absolutely intend to milk this franchise for right. every penny that right. they can. I get bought out of Star it. Wars grapes. This franchise is a cash grab. <laughs> Uh, dude, the, the bananas I bought, I think, had like C3PL on them or something. You I, know, know. I know, I know. I mean, they are milking this for every dollar I they know, can that's get. That's not funny, you know? the
0: Rebel Alliance. It's funny.
2: And that's,
3: you know, you know Has anybody made whatever. blue milk yet? Because
2: that seems like an obvious choice.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right. I tried to make a blue milk like um, as a cocktail for a, a party that I threw once, but it, it didn't work out so well. in have to green. D- <laughs> all you have to do is fly to Octo,
0: get a bunch of those really big seal things, just get them all lined up, and then you got
3: blue well, milk That kind of looked more green. Uh, I think blue milk came from Banthas, if I, uh, oh. I remember my. I thought
0: that was blue. I was like, here. oh, wow, they just keep making the blue okay, <laughs> milk. Okay, it was green milk. Okay. Kind
3: of green milk. See, this that's why Ryan
0: Johnson's the Last it was so bold. It did green milk instead.
3: <laughs> so bold. <laughs> Everyone's everyone like,
0: that's why fans hate it. They wanted blue milk, they didn't like something that was different. <laughs>
3: What green is this milk. green milk bullshit? <laughs> we have a whole other thing. <laughs> I, know, I know. What's next? Orange milk? Who's I gonna know. Blue, buy that?
0: Blue milk cosplayers were so pissed when they
3: watched the last. <laughs> <Jedi>. <laughs> um. My yeah. I don't I know. know. Maybe. Maybe going into this with low expectations will be good. Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. I don't know. It's. Yeah. Sure. I'll. I'll go see it. <laughs> Yeah. Which I guess maybe I can't complain when I'm like, yeah, I'll still go see it and give, give my money <laughs> and you know. So uh,
0: once upon a time, uh, Lucasfilm was actually going to be doing a Boba Fett movie with Josh Trank, and that fell through after um, it, it, the the Fantastic Four movie, but mostly because of just set rumors about how he sort of handled that or whatever. And it's just, just like, yeah, no. So there might be a Boba Fett movie on the horizon. And I kind of think about that, honestly, in the same way they think about the Han Solo movie. I I don't know if people are really wanting a Boba Fett movie. Maybe they maybe they do. Okay, instead of asking what we all think of a Boba Fett movie, I'll just ask this.
3: Does anyone want a Boba Fett movie? No, no. Uh, I mean, I guess I would have rather had a Boba Fett movie than a Han Solo backstory, but only just barely. No, I go the okay, other way, right.
2: but just barely Han so- preferring Han Solo. <laughs> I mean, we,
1: we yeah. already got a Boba Fett origin story, so I mean, what else? And Which it was bad. Gonna- so, like, <laughs> yeah. his adventures uh, in uh, bounty hunting.
3: Yeah, right, and whatever, he was you know, also was in the holiday
0: like, special, too, so... Uh, yeah hey, that's that's that, that actually his count. origin
3: right <laughs> i mean that was his first appearance was in it was the it holiday
0: was. special
2: it, it was i want to see
1: was. i want to see a horror movie of boba fett inside the uh the sarlacc the Sarlac. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just like okay, fighting
2: his
1: way out
0: i'm with you there i'm with you there uh there are actually more credible rumors that there's going to be an obi-wan movie and that's one of the movies they've got slated um that seems to be a more credible. They've got like a, a director on board for that. So I'll just start her off again. Do we want an Obi-Wan movie?
1: No,
2: I'm more on the side of yes on that one. Like if they're going to do specific character movies, then yes, I would, I'd would love to see something else with you and McGregor playing Obi-Wan because he was really good at that in the prequels. And, you know, he was on Tatooine for a long time. So I'm sure he wasn't just, being a boring hermit the whole time, he had to be getting it's up to something. So, the whole movie is him just doing sand people impressions, like yeah. trying
0: to master
3: it,
0: <laughs> master that crate dragon. Oh. <laughs> it's it's basically him just drinking bantha milk straight from the teat. Um, so <laughs> Luke Skywalker style, it's so bold. Um, so I'm, I'm actually, out of all the ideas we've talked about, the Han Solo, Boba Fett, this is the one that is the most interesting to me because it seems like the most Rogue Oneable. able Like, Rogue yeah. One, it was a movie that, like, didn't need to be made, but I was really happy that it was made because I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, and no offense, Gareth, but it was great. I loved it. I thought it was great. But, like, um, but, yeah, I... It seems like it's something that you could fit something more interesting in it, but only if like with Rogue One, they sort of changed up the Star Wars tone a bit and they and they made it more of a genre movie. Um, then it might be more interesting because, again, then you're going to be sort of painting it with a different brush. And that could be interesting because apparently you can do genre films in the Star Wars universe. Although I think Rogue One was kind of a war movie, but they kind of brought it back to be a little bit more Star Wars-y, which I kind of think tonally it kind of shifted around a little bit. I kind of would like to have seen it a little bit less Star Wars-y and more war-y, I guess. Um, I think could have doubled down more. It's only light criticism, I suppose. And I hope that this movie kind of goes in that direction a little bit more um, with that. But I, I think out of all the, you know, Han Solo, Boba Fett, the Obi-Wan movie, does sound better to me, but again, it's kind of like script. It's you know, I mean, I'm gonna see it, but you know, not not as interested. Um, because again, it's just a character we've seen, and I don't think we need movies for every Star Wars character, you know. But right. I, but I can see why Disney's kind of going this way because they want to have a movie per year, and I get that. Um, but you know, there's there's other stuff maybe.
1: It would be more interesting, and I you know say what you will about the marvel franchise at least they have a very very large overarching vision um for for their movies and they all fit into their formulaic they are maybe very similar one to another um but they're they're good movies they're not bad movies i mean they're you know Overall, the general opinion of those movies is that they're, they're at least good movies. Um, as formulaic as they may be. Um, I
0: think they've had some misses, but those were the rare exceptions. Yeah. But they, but they
1: have a, a, a big sweeping, uh, point. I mean, there's a point that they're going towards. And I would like to see that. With, if they're gonna do that, because it seems like that's what they're trying to go about doing with the Star Wars universes, um, it, it would be interesting if they did that. Because it feels like if 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 they're not gonna do that, then they need to make Star Wars like Netflix movies or like not Netflix Netflix movies, Netflix shows. Like they need to, which they are gonna song. do actually. Well, that would be great. I would be all yeah. in favor of seeing. Yep, Disney talked
0: about that, which will be the which probably we should talk about next. Which is Disney has announced that they're going to be doing a live action Star Wars TV show on the Disney Disney's new streaming service. Go ahead, scripts. Sounds cool. like yeah. that's what you want.
1: That's that sounds cool. I mean, I just yeah. want to see yeah. more real yeah. character development yeah. and not yep. just because I don't think any. Except for maybe Empires. I mean, Empires did a really good job with character development. Um, Star Wars was, or a New Hope was okay. Um, Rogue One did a good job with, with character development um, for the most part. Uh, but yeah, I just want to see good character stories. I want to see characters grow and have more than a 20-minute a arc, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, So, yeah. So, yeah, I think we're all pretty much excited for that, uh, the new show. I guess, yeah, we just have to see what the new Disney app is like. What?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Have they um, said anything about what that show is going to be about? I can't remember. Interesting. I wonder where they're going to put that.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What my guess is, though, is that Dave Filoni wrapped up... um, what was it the uh rebel the rebels? yeah it's got i believe a season he'll left, left,
2: so hopefully he'll go right onto that
0: I, I think he probably will actually that's why i think that they they closed it down i thought oh either dave filoni is going to start making movies or he's going to do something else so yeah that's what i think they're doing probably have him do it uh, i think he's i think he'd do great so after the prequels there was a backlash uh, you know, Red Letter Media and all that kind of thing and just kind of the modern interpretation of the of the Phantom Menace in the prequels. Um, so one of the big parts of that was how Jar Jar Binks was looked at in the Gungans. Uh, now that we've got a great a few Star Wars movies, do you think Gungans could show up in a Star Wars movie and it'd be cool? Travis.
2: Uh, <laughs> not if george lucas is directing i think honestly that oh, might he will have, never direct a yeah, Star wars i know i weekend, know probably. i'm just right. saying like that's probably oh, okay. the problem with the gungans like they could be okay under a, a different director but man he was so freaking annoying um like even in the clone wars he was a little less annoying like he actually was funny in a couple of scenes but
3: yeah he was still pretty annoying yeah
2: yeah in general he was i i would be okay with it they'd have to have a good reason to go back to naboo though but
0: actually i think it would be kind of interesting i i was the one that wrote this one so because uh you know Jar, Jar Binks is my favorite right but um i think <laughs> that um <laughs> that's that's what everyone says it's the your words biggest Rod- i never i never <laughs> you word. could create a super cut where you take me out of context where i said that but like I, I, I would put in a movie just as a, as a callback, just for fun, um just to mess with fans. I think it would be really funny. Although if you did it wrong, it would just be a big, it might just pull people out of the movie, but I think it could be funny. So um I think that if there's going to be a Star Wars comedy, like a movie that's more funny, and I think there should be, if we're going to do Star Wars genre movies, and I think there should be, then I definitely would put them in there um for sure. Um, and then just ham it up uh, in a way that is actually funny.
2: This is one thing that's not directly what you're asking, but it kind of related. Something that the prequels did that nothing else has done that I would like to see. Um, yeah, Midi-chlorians, so no, more no, explanation no, of that? No, 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 no. Like the original trilogy and the new trilogy, they they almost all take place on really remote planets. And I would like to see them get back to the more populous planets at some point. That's that seems okay. very specific to the prequels for some reason. I don't know why they haven't gone back to that, but like I, yeah. I really would like to see thing, your,
3: you know, had, your city spanning planets, you know, yeah. planets. Rogue One scenery, actually. I say. I, I'd say
0: Rogue One actually has them go into some areas that are pretty heavily populated. But yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Which, honestly, is why I think Rogue One felt a little bit more prequel-like to me, honestly, Mm -hmm. because they did do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, So, what do we want from Star Wars at this point? Um, What would we like to see happen or maybe recommendations or anything? I mean, because it seems like the Marvel formula, which is pretty successful for them, is they got like three movies per year. And it's in a shared universe. Um, Do we want to see three Star Wars movies per year? Because it works for Marvel. So I'm curious. Script, what do you think?
1: If they have a similar structure, like a similar skeletal structure, like I don't want to just see three Star Wars movies every year. If they're going to do that, and I don't even know that it's necessary for them to follow a Marvel type cinematic universe formula. But if they're going to do that, which I would, I would have to assume that because everything's under Disney now, that that's what they want to do after seeing the success of Marvel. Um, And they have every potential to do it, and they have the characters to do it with. Um, I just, I don't want them to do it if they're just going to make flippant stories. I I want it to be connected. I want there to be a big, episodic, with some sort of established Bible of where they're going. Like, I I don't want, I don't want it to be a year plan. I don't want it to be a three year plan. I want it to be like a 10 year. We know where we're going, not this playing it by ear bullshit because I don't, I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in JJ Abrams making force awakens with five mystery boxes and handing it off to Ryan Johnson saying, you you figure out what's inside, and then Ryan Johnson's saying, you know what?
3: Fuck and then kill half of them.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I, I don't care <laughs> about your boxes. Nobody cares about your shit, JJ. We're going to delete it and do our own thing. So, yeah, I, I mean, there has to be some cohesion and some, some agreed upon larger picture direction that they're going. Otherwise, I'm not interested.
0: I think I agree with you. I mean, you want Star Wars, you want the overall structure to have a point to it. And I agree. I do too. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I, I totally agree with that because I think what happened, if you look at just um, what they even talk about in the behind the scenes with the force awakens is Disney bought um, Lucasfilm and they wanted movies immediately. Yeah. Um, and they just, and, and Ryan and, and then um, JJ and Lawrence just, came up with like Michael Arnt came with something and he wasn't going fast enough and then they got JJ and Lawrence in there and then they Mm -hmm. they were they were movie mode you know they didn't have really they were building things before they had the full script you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so um, and that's why maybe Ryan Johnson approached some of the stuff that he did because they really are trying to set maybe they're trying to set up the next movie you know what I mean maybe they were trying to reset some of that it might not be maybe maybe JJ told them to do that I mean you know what I mean they just they're trying to get something going you know what I mean? And maybe that was just what they did. But I agree. I want uh, an overall structure, too. Uh, Travis?
2: Yeah, I, I don't want a like, three-movie-a-year thing unless they have, like, you know, you've got Thor. Unless they're good, or, or, right? Yeah, yeah, that definitely. But, you know, you've got <laughs> Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, now Spider-Man. You know, you have multiple different franchises that all tie together. If they did something like that, that they kind of all work together that would be great but i mean at this point i really think i prefer the pace of what we're getting right now like honestly i i love that all these movies have been released in december so far it just feels like it's not christmas unless there's a star wars movie out already right. so i really like the december tradition but i mean as long as they're good as long as they know what they're doing I don't think I would get tired of a three movie a year situation, but I think I kind of prefer the one a year pace.
3: Yeah. I like the one movie a year pace too. Um, or, you know, even as if you think about it, it's kind of like we're getting a main, uh, star Wars movie every two years and then like a side plot, you know, filler in the off years, basically. Yeah. I think that's a pretty decent pay. A yeah. Pretty decent pace. It gives them time to put together decent movies, you know, so each movie effectively has almost like a two year window that they can be worked on. Um keeps everybody from getting burnt out. I don't know if they really even could make more movies than that per year without really stretching the plots, you know? Unless they you know, end up opening up the the universe, you know, introducing a bunch more characters, throwing them to different sides of the universe or, you know, whatever, just to kind of open up the, the plots or going back to right like now, the Republic
2: is... timeline and stuff <laughs> like that.
3: Yeah. Or, you know, I, I don't know the way the movies are right now. I just I don't see how they could do more than like one a year and the quality not falling off. Because like you said, with Marvel, they, there's so many different characters and franchises that each one can be spun off you know, into its own thing. And then they can come together for the big Avenger movies. It, it makes sense that they could have multiple movies in a year and each one could still be, you know, good. <laughs> um, right now, I don't see how they could do that with Star Wars unless they, the they next could... movie really opens up the potential for that
0: they could but what i well firstly they i I think they could but let me talk a little bit about what i what i'd like to what i'd like for them to do is focus on moving forward and not focus on the past i just move the star wars story along um and i think they could but what it would mean is i think that what, what you have disney having to operate in is this very um established and very precious to people formula which is um, and I'm not slamming anyone, but you've got the original trilogy, which is a trilogy. You've got the um, prequel trilogy, which is a trilogy. And you've got the new episodes seven, eight and nine, which is a trilogy that's supposed to fit into that Star Wars canon. It's the last one. You know, George planned three. I mean, these aren't his stories in the last ones, obviously, but um, but there are going to be three movies. And so Disney could do here's Ray and Finn going off on an adventure you know what I mean, you know, between them, but then it would butt up to the trilogy and that's not an established star Wars formula, et cetera. cetera. So they've got this sort of star Wars is like, um, probably the biggest like modern myth story that we have in the United States and probably the world. Right. Um, and so it's, they have to follow that, you know what I mean? To a certain extent, but after this is over, after the, the, the Skywalker, saga is over the skywalker family saga is over um i think they can do more you know and i think they will i just think that they don't want to you know sort of like butt up against what you know this and so they have to kind of play into that uh mold a little bit not that there isn't stories to tell i think there are i just think they have to play within this universe um and this structure so but i think it'll come i think you'll get um I think you'll get a bunch of new stories, and I think Ryan Johnson is going to be one that could do that. I think he could create this sort of new shared story experience um, kind of thing. Or, you know, just be another trilogy after that, another trilogy after that, which could be cool. Could be cool. But um, my guess is they're not going to do that. They're going to end it after nine and movies, and then they're going to do something different. So, uh, yeah, but we'll have to see what that is.
1: Maybe maybe Ryan Johnson does the whole kid thing, and he makes uh, goonies star Wars goonies oh man <laughs> that would be cool,
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know, I don't know what he would do, um but we'll see, but yeah, I think yeah, be they definitely
1: need to go more more intimate and less um less grandiose like like last Jedi was i mean we keep talking about how or it's been brought up in our last episode and maybe in this discussion that it, it felt like the finale, not, it didn't feel like a middle movie. Right. And, and one of my things was that it actually felt like three movies all in one. Like they, Tim, you just mentioned that it was, you know, it could have been one of the things they need to do is stretch out the story that you don't know if they could do it without stretching out the plot, which I totally agree with. And I think that is maybe what they should be doing. It's like stretching, slowing things down, making it more intimate and less, you know, galactic. <laughs> well they did. I mean well, kind of. I mean I mean like definitely. with Rogue One. Rogue One, they slowed it down. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm but like, in that this was movie.
0: But by the end of The Last Jedi, though, there's only a handful of resistance left. And 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 well, the New yeah. Order got wrecked, right? So there are less people. So maybe the next movie with JJ is gonna be like uh basically a stage play. <laughs> maybe (laughs) could be could be i mean there's way less people now i mean uh hey uh tim uh did you have anything you wanted to say about the future of star wars Uh, it looks like you might have be having to leave us soon so
3: no i think we covered everything i wanted to hey guys real life responsibilities are pulling me away from the episode so i've got to duck out a little bit early but i look forward to catching up on the discussion when the podcast comes out all right take it easy guys all right thanks tim adios so
0: yeah I yeah I, I I don't know where they could go I there's this re, there's this idea that kind of I keep thinking about from that um rich sort of pitched in red letter media um half in the bag episode where they were reviewing rogue one and i largely don't agree with their thoughts on that movie in general but um i I think that some of the criticism was valid but i think that one thing that rich said i keep thinking about over and over again and then i watched the last jedi and i realized i don't agree with but i mean i'm sure they're going to have an opinion of the movie as well that i'll find interesting and then probably don't agree with some of it but um He said that he thinks the idea of Star Wars is actually pretty shallow and there's not actually much there. And when you go to a totally different direction with Star Wars, it doesn't feel like Star Wars uh, because Star Wars is only really three movies. Uh, It's actually a very narrow thing. Um, So that could be true, actually, because, again, The Last Jedi to me felt like a Star Wars movie very much, but for some people it didn't um and so i think that that's a question in my mind like once this trilogy is over once the nine movies are finished is it like it feels like a star wars movie for rogue one because we're talking about the death star feels like a star wars movie probably with han solo because he's in the movie it's a han solo Like, solo's in the movie so probably feel like it right they'll have john williams do the music or something right so it'll feel like a star wars movie i guess whether or not it's good we'll see but i don't know I don't know. I mean, that's something that haunts me thinking about it. (laughs) Just thinking about what he said there.
1: Like, I, I think that that's a problem for the franchise, you know, whether or not you can make a star Wars movie without X wings, TIE fighters, lightsabers, right. Death stars. I mean, if you take out all of those iconic things, can you make a star Wars movie? And I think that's the problem that they need to solve. I think that's, that's if they can do that, then They'll be going in the right direction, like, and they'll tell more interesting stories. I think. <clears throat>
0: so I think if you look at the Ewoks TV <laughs> movies, you're gonna see a very okay. They're not okay. Again, hear me out. I mean, when I saw them as a kid, I loved them. I watch them now, and you know, whatever. They're varying degrees of quality, but they're canon, I suppose. So look, I, those were movies that were in the star wars universe but very intimate very stripped down right they had like uh, star wars tech because their parents you know crashed on the planet and it was like a star wars planet with star wars creatures on it and a very sort of mystical wizard plot and all that kind of thing and i think you could do that i think you can i don't think you need lightsabers or but but if you had like some kid on a remote planet and it's this goonies movie where they're you know escaping you know whatever uh you know their imprisonment and then they go on the force and they use star wars tech and that kind. i think you can make those movies and when you said goonies and like that star wars goonies that's amazing like that'd be great (laughs) you know, um, I'm in man, let's do that. (laughs) So I think so. I hope, I hope so. Yeah.
1: I I hope so too. Yeah. I just wonder if, if that's within the scope of what they're presenting, because that to me, when, when people talk about Ryan Johnson making a bold movie with last Jedi, I don't see any boldness in there. I see easy, you know, listen to the last episode and know, I think <laughs> but to me like making something like a Goonies in a Star Wars universe that is a bold movie that would be mm-hmm. if you if you can take steps to make a Star Wars movie without relying on Star Wars tropes then that would be a risk that would be a real risk and I would mm-hmm. get behind that I would mm-hmm. I would love to see that
0: I bet if I mean, I think Johnson took some risks with the Last Jedi, um, and I think he might take more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I mean, because I think that, I mean, I would say it's riskier to know that there are fans out there that want to see Snoke specs because he knew that when he was. I mean, he knew that, right? He knew that fans wanted Ray to have some backstory that wasn't.
1: So you're you're crap. saying when so are you thinking that he took risks because he took risks with fan expectations oh yeah, okay, see that's yeah that's, isn't
0: it' it's a form of risk though, isn't it yeah, I, guess. I think so I mean, yeah, I mean, it but is. it's a
1: different kind of risk it's a it's a specific well, risk to it's kind of it's kind of
0: it, it, actually, it is risky. I, I would say it's risky to just think that you could do it within Disney itself. Like, I'm honestly shocked that it even happened, to be honest with you.
1: I don't know. Look at the look at the Star Wars Marvel. I mean, the Star Wars, Star Wars Marvel. Jesus, the Marvel uh, Netflix shows. Those are I mean, that's all Disney. Uh, yeah,
0: well, I, sure and
1: those
0: are uh, uh, again again I really just thought that they would have done something that was a little again it just surprised me just surprised me you know I I thought they would have I thought they would have been like no you need to give her like Obi-Wan's parents because that's kind of maybe what fans want and no you you really shouldn't kill Snoke (laughs) (laughs) like 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 you just like that's I mean, just let's keep him around a little bit. You know, I mean, honestly, I would have figured that that wouldn't have happened. So I did think I did think it was risky. Now, maybe it was easier for him to do it. And he says that it was. He said, no, they Disney, actually, when I told him, you know, Luke's going to throw his lightsaber immediately, they're like, yeah, let's do it. And honestly, maybe Disney's riskier than I figured. I I don't know, you know, but that's, you know, cool. But it is a risk, I would say.
2: Well, it seems like they do a good job of saying, Kathleen Kennedy, we trust you, you do your thing. And then they do the same thing with uh, the Marvel movies, it seems like they get the right people in charge and then let them do their thing. I mean, they right. they would step in if there was something like, like we're going to have well, a Ray and a Kylo bunch. sex scene. Yeah, I think they would step Dude, in for they- that.
0: <laughs> no, they they step in a lot. They stepped in for Rogue One. They fired the directors of Han Solo. And then they also replaced um, T- Colin Trevorrow with J.J. Abrams. Well, in was Episode that, Nine. Was
2: that Disney or was that Kathleen Kennedy and the heads of Lucasfilm?
0: Uh, well, I mean, Disney, I mean, L- L- you know, Kathleen Kennedy. I mean, totally like they replaced Colin Trevorrow with J.J. Abrams. Hundred percent. they stepped in a lot.
2: Right. What I'm so, saying is that with, with that, was that Kathleen Kennedy a Lucasfilm or was that Disney as a whole? Like, oh, the, I have, like the, oh, who knows? The, I don't know. It seems like Kathleen Kennedy and Pablo and a couple other people at Lucasfilm have the – like the Disney parent company above them doesn't get involved that much. Sure, I sure. Think I mean they someone. Would,
1: unless there was like a direct threat to losing money. Yeah. Like, I don't oh. think that – yeah. Yeah. Like Kathleen Kennedy is probably more – she has more of a vested interest because of her closeness with the franchise – and, oh yeah, that—that's her baby. So she's probably got. She's like I, whether or not she wants to see a certain story. I I doubt that. What's his name, Bob Iger?
0: Oh yeah, you, when I say Disney, I don't mean I don't mean like literally Bob Iger. I, I what I mean is like. Kathleen and Lucas Oh, okay. I- okay. sorry sorry I, I don't look at it as like oh Disney's telling them what to do although I think Disney gives them like an overall vision and then they sort of take it I mean I've, I've I've worked for a company that was bought by a much larger company and they definitely um have they definitely work with us on our vision and where we should go and um yeah I mean I have no problems with it but it exists and it's a thing you know what I mean um it's a, they don't they don't buy you for no reason you know what I mean um <laughs> Yeah, but 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 yeah, I mean, we can control quite a lot of our destiny, but they have um uh, some some definite um, thoughts on I w- that too. I, w-
1: I wouldn't think that you'd pay big money for a star quarterback and then tell him a different way to play than he is used to playing. You would yeah, form yeah, yeah. your franchise around yeah him, and so you yeah. I think they're, and maybe maybe some of that is you know with Star Wars is like catering to the fans, obviously, but you know i don't know it it would be interesting to see how much of a risk they could actually take and still maintain you know kind of like you said i think you said it john that they're not in the business of making art movies or anything like that they're in the business of making these big blockbusters like every star wars film has to be a blockbuster is that, yes. is that did you,
0: unless yeah. no no that's exactly what i said unless okay. we get to a point where they're as um where there there are enough of them, I think. I think that if yeah. you're doing one per year, you're in blockbuster mode. But I right. think if you're in the mode where now you can you can you can you can ex- you you can do more. I think you can get more experimental, and this is where I think things are going to get interesting. For yeah. instance, you've got the X Men franchise, and then you get movies like Logan and Deadpool, which are very not X Men franchisey, but in that universe. And then you got a movie like Logan that just like flips around the story and some stuff happened and maybe it didn't happen and maybe it's not even in the same timeline. Who cares? It's a movie. You know what I mean? And that's kind of interesting. So I think that you might um, see that. And and then you get movies like Thor Ragnarok, which totally aren't anything like the Thor movies, but you flip it around because it's a Marvel joint and no one cares. Right. It's just so weird. You know what I mean? They just do that. So I think you're going to see that hopefully moving forward, but it's not going to be it's not going to be with the yearly release cadence, so
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Or in the confines of a trilogy, I think.
0: Uh huh. Well, um, yeah, because you got to make a Star Wars uh, movie in the trilogy, yeah, right? It's got to yeah, be a trilogy right. movie. Yeah. Right. So the stakes got to be high, and um, and honestly, I'm I, I really again like like this last Jedi a lot, but I think I'm more excited with what Ryan Johnson's going to do with something else, um, yeah. because he has it. Because if you look at Looper. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's so, it's, it's simple and it's very, and, and, and it's very like, I don't know, very powerful in its simplicity. Yeah. So, um, well there's,
1: yeah, I'm all, I would love to see that. I would love to see that kind of a movie, like a, a, a smaller scale mm -hmm. focus on a few characters. Yeah. As few characters as possible. I mean, unless you can handle a large, unless you're someone like, you know, and say what you will about Joss Whedon and his credibility or whatever. But he knows how to write group characters, groups of characters that that um, that have their own stories, that feed off of each other, that that grow and have their own moments where they don't get you know overshadowed he knows how to balance that and give give attention where where it's needed um mm-hmm. and there's not there's not a ton of directors that can do that they can manage the Russo brothers
0: are pretty good characters. like that too
1: the Russo brothers yeah, yeah they they can do it i mean they're um,
0: they're magicians with that frankly yeah the coen brothers can do it they oh my goodness kind of movie, the, but but well, yeah well honestly if we get to a cadence where you don't see you, you get them more than a year, I think you would. But you can't take a risky director on for a franchise like Star Wars right now. But I think you could, and I'd really like to see that. Uh, just like you're going to see, and this is the latest Hollywood gossip, which is that, um <laughs> is that, this is so awesome. But that's um, Quentin Tarantino pitched an idea for a Star Trek movie. Right. and yeah. And, um And J.J. Abrams approved it. What? Yeah, that would be I'm not, interesting. I'm not even shitting you. It's but a thing. I would watch that. Uh Yeah. Unless, and, unless it, you
1: know, I mean.
0: No, and he basically, he said, look, I don't want you um screwing with the tone here, and I want to do what I want. And this is my script, and I want a script writer to do it. And he's like, and JJ's like, cool, do it. Yeah,
2: they got a writer's room going already for it.
0: Yeah. For <laughs> real. So that's amazing and that's what i want to see at star wars too and i think we might at some point but again you got to get you got to yeah. kind of get to that point like us st- yeah. like a movie where people say fuck in star trek what i mean i don't think star wars will ever do that but well, well do, you watch know. star trek discovery star- the new star- show they
2: they yeah, say discovery does it yeah they yeah. say yeah. fuck oh, okay
0: cool oh yeah no yeah. i haven't seen it but no i think well, a quentin tarantino star trek oh and this is this is okay so just side trek first trek for a minute but uh, Sidetrack for a minute but some people think that's why quentin doesn't want to write it because he said after 10 movies of him of his own movies that he's done and so he's not he's directing this one he's not writing it so he's not going to consider a written and directed movie so he can do another one so right. this is an extra movie so that's why i think he's getting around if i took
2: a star trek yeah and what he didn't count that? grindhouse either because it was two movies together and he and robert right. Rodriguez each did one so he didn't count that one well he
0: just i mean i I'm totally cool with it. I want him to make a Star Trek movie. Yeah, so I'm in.
1: <laughs> yeah that would be really um, interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm very, my, my interest is piqued with that. That's cool.
0: For sure. And so I hope we're going to go to Star Wars with that. Um, that would be interesting because I think you could get a Tyco Waititi Star Wars movie or something, you know, just as interesting, like Paul Thomas Anderson, something, I don't know, something. But Tom- Paul Thomas Anderson said he'd make the, the most boring Star Wars movie ever made. I think I read an article <laughs> with him where
1: he meant
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just I like wait to. There will blade, be blood, Star Wars. Flare, yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Just the slowest.
1: It's it's, it's C three PO in sleep mode, just like what he's thinking. Mode,
2: like well,
0: you know what? Like this would, okay. This this would make would all fans watch happy. Watch. Paul Thomas Anderson, Snoke movie.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: About his rise. <laughs> <Just> to- <laughs> about about yeah like yeah i'm focusing <laughs> <laughs> okay hmm. so um yeah i uh this has been an interesting discussion any any uh, last thoughts before we wrap things up i think so nope all right everyone thanks for listening to us, continue to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> In the next episode, we're gonna go back and talk all about video games. Alright, thanks everyone. Cheerful Ghost Radio is brought to you by CheerfulGhost.com, and our theme music is by Creo. Make sure you head over to Cheerful Ghost to let us know what you think of the show, and thanks for listening.